playing online and on smart devices. Now on London Scotty Radio, it's podcast time. I'm George Matlock. Welcome to Scotty MOT, the health and well-being show from London's Scotty Club. A week delayed after that amazing hookup we had with Pavel Semik in Ukraine last week, where he told us about the plight of Scotties in a war zone. Pavel pro- promised to keep us informed about other developments from his country in the weeks ahead. Well, we bring back uh, Jackie Ash of Ashgate Kennels and Grooming in Fifehead Somerset. So first of all, a, a big hello to you, Jackie. Hello, hello. And thank you very much for having me back. It's a pleasure. And uh, everyone's asking for you. So, uh, so we, oh, I had no choice. Good. I had to bring you back. <laughs> <laughs> I've been overruled by the listeners. OK, no, it's, of course, I'm joking. You're very welcome. It's great to have you and your time here. Um, so let's crack on with the show. We've got quite a lot to get through, but just thought I'd share with you and, and indeed with listeners who may not know this, that Jackie handstrips both Scotties and Westies. Uh, and you might be interested to know this, Jackie, that um, uh, that in Kiev, uh, they actually had until this year a black and white parade each May. And this is where they walk Scotties and Westies through the Ukrainian capital. Cancelled this year, you no know, surprises there. But we are looking forward to the victory procession, which could, the organisers say, be as early as 2023. What do you say oh, about that's that? That's amazing. That's fabulous. Isn't oh, it? I'd really like to see that. Well, I think they're going to do something really special for this one because um, I've already sort of recommended that they put little bandanas on the dogs. Definitely. And, uh, you Definitely. know, the black, the black ones should have the yellow and then all the, you know, all the, the, the Westies and any Wheatons, Scotties and so on, they should wear like the light blue. And that would be Ooh. the, you know, if you see a flood of these walking down, down the street, they'll look like their flag. You know, it would just be amazing. Yeah. Yes, yes, it would be. Yes. It's such a rousing thing to do. So we wish them the very, very best uh, for the future and for that to, to pe- become a reality. So, Jackie, um, in today's programme, we'll be talking about two very topical topics. Well, never an untopical topic here on Scotty MOT, of course. Um, we're talking about the results of our cost of a Scotty poll. That's right. We asked about the cost of living and we all know it's going up. But what does it actually cost to bring up a Scottish Terrier? We'll be finding out with our poll a little later in the programme. But first, let's take you to the summer. The days are getting longer. The grass is getting longer. And guess what? The ticks are back. And, um, you know, I'm kind of itching to talk about this topic, but um, without putting too sore a point on it, Jackie, um, am I right in saying that this is Lyme Awareness Month? It is, yes. Yes, May is when the little devils all start waking up again after their winter hibernation. Um, mainly sheep ticks and deer ticks are the ones that, you know, we come across and our dogs come across. Um, and, yes, so it's becoming... Um, it's, it's, a, it's a fairly small problem, if you like, in, in the big scheme of, of human diseases, mm. but it is quite a nasty one. Um, and certainly it's one that we should be more aware of as dog owners. Yeah. And, it's, and uh, the Lyme disease itself is something that the dogs don't get, but we could get. And therefore it's, it's dangerous for us as owners. Yeah, that's that's right. That's right. I mean, it's it's carried by the tick. Um all ticks carry certain bacteria and there are a number of different diseases that you can get um, from a tick bite but Lyme disease is probably the most common one in the UK, Europe and Northern America. And um, it's uh, I know that on the reassuring side only one in ten ticks um, carry Lyme disease but of course if you're unlucky and you're in that 
uh, in it, the victim of one, it, it it can get quite nasty. But uh, tell us how how can we how can we rescue the situation? What can apart from avoiding long grass and and places where reindeer graze? What if we do get a tick? What's the best solution? Okay, certainly the first thing to do is to remove that tick um, correctly, mm-hmm. and that's either from yourself, you know, or from your dog. Um, you need to get a tick hook, which you can get from your vet or your groomer, or you can get online very easily. They're not expensive. And I always carry one with us when we're dog walking, um, just, in, just in case, because the quicker you can get it off the skin, um, the better. Once you've got it off the skin, um, if you're in a position to do so, pop that tick into a plastic bag um, and pop it in the freezer for a couple of weeks. Because if you are going to have a reaction or your dog is going to have a reaction to a tick, it's going to could be up to a fortnight um, before that really, you know, you can really notice it. But in humans, um, what will happen is that you'll start getting an infection um, around the around the site. Um, and it's it's one of those things where you start to see um, a circular rash might appear. You might you might start feeling very tired um, for no, no no explained reason, and if you get get any of those symptoms, um, and there are obviously you know more, so you can check this on you know online um, by having that tick in a bag. You can when you go and see your doctor, take the tick, and then they can get that tick um, analysed at the laboratory and find out if it is one of the carrying ticks. And if it is, they will treat you accordingly for the Lyme disease. Right. Right. Okay. Well, that's very good advice. So anyone who's concerned, that's the best thing. Put it in one of those sealable bags like you put in freezer bags and whatever so that uh, it can't escape uh, and then get it down to a, a laboratory to be tested. This is Jenny. I listen to London Scotty Radio podcasts when walking my lovely Scotty Logan. It's the perfect accompaniment to a leisurely dog walk. I'm Eileen. I like to listen to London Scotty podcasts while chilling with a glass of wine and preparing dinner. It's Max here. I listen to the podcasts and the bubble bath for fab tips. This is Zelda. I like to do lino cuts of Scotties. That's what I do when I'm listening to the podcast. I listen to them for inspiration. This is Fraser, London Scotty Club podcast. It's a great way to end the day. Okay, Jackie, so from that topic, let's go on to the big one, which is about our recent online poll. So this was conducted among uh, members of London Scotty Club. We asked members if they could tell us how much money do they think it costs to own a Scottish Terrier over five years, over 10 years and over 15 years. You'll be interested in these results because um, even I was uh, quite uh, quite taken aback. Um, but let's, let's go through what, what, the, what the poll showed. So 60% of our respondents said that it would cost them £20,000 over five years to have a Scottish Terrier. Remember that they're they're putting into this the cost of a puppy and you know daycare, dog walking, all kinds of things would be would would need to be included in that figure. Thirty um, percent said forty thousand. Ten percent said sixty thousand. No one said eighty thousand pounds. Jackie, what do you reckon? Well, I'm going to conservatively go in the middle. Okay, so I'm going with the thirty percent at forty thousand. Right. Okay. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Drum roll. We're not going to oh. hold this out as long as the Eurovision Song Contest voting, <laughs> which was painful at the weekend. Um, right. Well, I'll tell you right away. I'm not going to beat around the bush here. 
it was actually a surprising £81,085. What do you Good say grief. to Gosh, that? I'm absolutely shocked. Isn't it incredible? I really am very shocked. Isn't it incredible? Absolutely incredible. Yeah, I was a long way out. You were, you were, <laughs> but you weren't, uh, you weren't alone. Um, you know, you 30% agreed with you. Okay, so uh, let's look at 10 years then. So this is the cost of, uh, of, of a Scotty over 10 years. Again, you include the previous costs where relevant. So obviously the cost of a, of a puppy has to be included. Um, now, over 10 years, 60% said it would cost them £100,000. 30% said 150000 10% said 175000 And yes, no one said £200,000. Jackie, what do you reckon? Right, well, this time you're not going to catch me out. So I'm not going with the majority here at all. I'm going to go on my own where nobody said it. I'm going for £200,000. Right, uh, to boldly go where no human has <laughs> ever am, gone before. I am, I am. I'm going for it. Right, well, you, you certainly should be um, should be docking with the Starship Enterprise at any moment now, actually. Um, you are, uh, I'm afraid, not quite right. Oh. Um, but you're consistently... <laughs> wrong by around £40,000. Oh, it's um, nice to know I'm consistent in my wrongness. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Isn't, that, isn't, it, isn't it warming to know? Um, yeah, the actual figure was, and this is such a humbling number, £155,700. Good grief. I was totally thrown by that when I, when yeah, I saw these yeah. numbers. Okay, the final painful poll uh, was uh, a question I've got is over 15 years. So again, we put in all the figures from the previous two polls into this one we, we accumulate it so um, over 15 years a Scotty would cost you this is what the respondents said 66% uh, that's two-thirds said 210,000 pounds 11% said 220,000 22% said 230,000 pounds and no one said 250,000 pounds Jackie for the last time what do you reckon are you going to phone well, a friend gonna, or uh, you're yeah, going to go no, for it? you're not going to catch me out again no I'm going with the 22% because we've all decided that this is the correct figure so 22% of us are all saying 230 and I'm with them okay I'm well I've got some, everything here I've got some <laughs> fabulous news for you here because um well first of all let me just say we we cannot promote alcohol on this program but you may <laughs> Still want a, a stiff glass of hard water from Thames mm. River. Um, well, uh, I'll tell you this. You were only barely £2,000 out. Oh, phew. Isn't that, isn't that yeah, in I've the back of the net? Yeah, I've redeemed myself. Thank you, 22%. <laughs> it's great to win, isn't it? It's just great to win. Well, um, it, it does feel like you're winning here because it is a, a withering, a wiltering, a whatever other W you can find in the alphabet. Um, it is, in fact, or a dictionary in this case, Two hundred and twenty-eight thousand three hundred and fifty-five pounds. You could buy a Bentley motor car for that money. Yeah, you could. I don't Would want you? one. But no, no, I'd stick with my Scotty. I'm afraid. I'm sorry. You but are. Yes. You are in the majority there. I think yeah. uh, the majority of ninety-nine point nine percent recurring. I'm sure. I'm sure there'll be somebody who'll be tempted by a Bentley. But but you're right. Um, looks like everyone would agree with you. Cass certainly said the the. the the, the value uh, a Scotty can bring to your life is immeasurable. Certainly mm. true, but the figures of bringing one up are certainly not immeasurable. They are just incredibly high. And I suppose, you know, I mean, to ask you for your what you make of these numbers, first of all, and then I'll sort of give you my thoughts. Well, I mean, obviously, you know, we've had a bit of fun sort of playing with the percentages there. But in all reality and being serious, I think it really does bring home how much it costs to, to raise a dog properly. Um, 
we know that in the last you know couple of years with the lockdown and covid we've seen a real huge surge in dog ownership mm. and i just worry and wonder how many of those people actually know how much it's going to cost them to look after them and are they going to end up in rescue because they haven't got the money um it, it is a real worry i think absolutely and and you know i it's look it's it's absolutely nothing to be ashamed of not to know how much it costs to bring up a dog mm. i don't think any of us really i, I had certainly absolutely didn't. no idea, I had no idea you know, before, before we started I've, you know we've had dogs for 50 years and i have absolutely no idea yeah I mean, I'm, I'm sure there are some economists out there who've got uh, dogs, uh, maybe Scotties even. Um, I bet you bottom dollar they didn't do these numbers. They certainly haven't figured this out mm. because if they had, uh, it would have been quite a headline in the newspapers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, th- it could cost as much as this. I mean, it, it is really amazing. Um, I have to say that um, in all cases, you know, people went for the lowest option of four. That I thought was very, very telling. Mm. Um, people obviously... I think, I mean, to me, it look, I, this is how I interpret it anyway, that it shows frugality, people trying to save, trying to find eco- economical ways of, of having a dog at home. Fair enough. Uh, but it also shows how much they underestimate the real costs. And in, in all cases, mm. the real cost was way, way higher than what 60% so consistently went for, which was the lowest of the four options. Now, I should say that these numbers were collated between myself and Kath Marchbank, the welfare officer of Steck. So our big thanks to Kath for uh, bringing all these numbers together as well. And I did the crunching of the numbers and uh, we had to rebase them for five years, for 10 years and for 15. This is particularly pertinent because some of the things we had to include were things like the pet insurance. Well, they don't do it in nice compartments of five years, 10 years and 15. It doesn't work like that. They, they give you a premium for the first four years and then the, and then for years five to seven and then years eight to, you know, infinity. Well, that's kind of, you know, we then had to rebase it. So we, we've done all these numbers. We've accounted for all that. And I'm sure there's a few people who are listening saying, oh, but have you? Yes, we have. I promise. <laughs> we, mm, we've yeah, done yeah. we've we've done this uh, several times over to make sure that the numbers do add up. Mm. The cost of a puppy alone, £3,000. Now, you know, 2014, you could have got a black Scottish Terrier mm. for as little as £650. Now, £3,000. Mm. Goes to show, even over that last 10, 10 years, how the costs have gone up. Much of it, of course, during the two years of lockdown, it has to be mm. said. Um, if you can still get a, a puppy for £650, you might want to think twice. It could well be a puppy farm. And that comes with its own costs, um, which are something no uh, owner wants to ever have to experience, I can assure you. So um, we looked at grooming. Um, again, there we, we we have to accept there are regional differences between 280 and £400 pounds per year is, is what it would cost. Um, where you'd be grooming every... We're basing, basing this on, on a groom every, of a cycle of around seven weeks. Um, we looked at vaccinations, worming, flea treatment, food... Uh, various other sundries that you might need to buy certain things like toothpaste i know this is a topic that you raised on scotty mot some uh, months mm. ago yeah uh, which are by the way we had a lot of feedback from listeners they really oh, liked good. that I'm glad. Uh, I'm yeah, glad. people really liked it that was the i think that was the show where we had a problem with the sound connection but um luckily we were able to get a, a transcript of the of the whole thing so people have read it and really absorbed it and and i know a few people have actually taken up your advice and they've started Excellent. brushing oh, their, well, I'm gl- the I'm dog's glad, teeth yeah. yeah, I'm glad because it is, you know, it is really good for, for their health. So, mm. you know, anything. But you're quite right. I mean, all these things are really adding into the cost. And I, I suppose 20 years ago, you see, we wouldn't have done all of this for our animals. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, they would have led, you know, a, quite a frugal little life. You know, they would have had mm. scraps from the table. And now we know so much more and we know 
you know what they need in order to thrive and you know be healthy dogs and so therefore the costs are are higher but probably justifiably so you know i wouldn't want to go back to those days at all well no exactly exactly so um i say all these numbers folks will be available alongside this particular episode of scotty mot so you can look at it all very carefully and see how we've done the numbers uh, everything's very much transparent here on this program um, Jackie, I just want to turn to you finally just to ask, I mean, you obviously run a business and, mm. um, you know, how has inflation impacted your service and how are you meeting the challenge? Well, I think obviously with everybody else, you know, our business, particularly the grooming side, is very heavy on the electricity use. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. like everybody else, you know, we're having to cut down on um, what we can. But in order to provide the the safe service that we need to do, you know, you can't... You can't do too much. You know, I can't cut the aircon down too much because both dog and groomer, you know, are going to be uncomfortable. But we use things like um, Showtech drying towels, for instance, which is something, you know, listeners might be interested in looking at themselves. You know, you wash your dog and you pop them in this towel mm-hmm. and it it really speeds up. It absorbs, all, you know, it absorbs everything off, off their coat. Um, but things, you know, we, we won't cut back on the quality of shampoos that we use mm. and things like that, because I won't introduce parabans. I won't mm-hmm. introduce um, bad products to, to the dogs. So it is hard. It is really hard. And then when a customer, you know, is faced with an increase in their groom price, I can assure you that my profit margin on a, on a groom is extremely low. Um, we have to we have to groom a lot of dogs, you know, to make a living at it. So it may seem expensive to you, um, you know, when you when you go and have have your dog groomed. But if you factor in everything, I think probably if I make eight to ten pounds on a groom, I would I would be thinking that was a really good groom. So a margin as small as that. Yeah, absolutely. Because the the cost of the product, mm. I mean, mm. to give you an idea, it cost me fifty pounds to get a five liter. Um, bottle of shampoo mm-hmm. um, that would probably last me I don't know 60 washes yeah you know so, it's it's yeah. not it's not many um, but I don't want to cut back on that sort of thing I don't want to start using cheap products and hopefully most groomers will get to be the same as me but at the end of the day the end user is the one that's going to pay the price absolutely and I know that uh, in 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 you know, very much in unison with other uh, businesses and other retailers and suppliers, you know, you're doing your best to try and keep the costs and the, 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 the fees to end mm, users totally. as low as possible. Yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah. um, you want to retain custom and you want people, particularly who've been loyal to you all these years, to stay with you, obviously. Um, it's also, you know, for the as much as anything, it's for the welfare of the dog, you know. I mean, mm. if you, a lot of people are tempted to leave that little bit longer between grooms. Um, and I, I find it, I understand it, don't get me wrong, I really understand it, we need to save money, but the cost to your dog is huge, yeah. you know, those mats on the skin, um, they're walking around in pain every day if they're getting mats, you know, under the armpits, and even if you are brushing your dogs well, mm. you know, a lot of group, a lot of people don't go down to the skin properly, so if you do need to cut costs, and you do need to save money, and you do need to increase the time between your grooms because of it please go and have a chat with your groomer about it Um, they will advise you how to look after the coat in between grooms Mm. Um, and it's it's well worth a good chat you know no groomer wants you to go away um, and stay away for 10 weeks go back 
and then they have to shave that dog off. You know, talk to them. They will work with you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that sounds like very good advice. And, and indeed, that sort of dovetails of my final question to you today, which is, you know, what can people do to economise? I, mean, I know this is a mm. difficult question because... You know, you you want to put the the dog's interests first, and and let's yep. face it, a, a lot of people would rather economise on what they eat, but make sure that their dog has you know a good breakfast or or, or mm. what, what have you. Mm. I mean, in, in some people, some people actually call um, you know having a pet a kind of a, a recession proof. Uh, industry, which is why some of the big companies, of course, like Mars and people like that, are very keen yep. to 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 uh, develop in um, in. Uh, pet health and well-being services because it is such a good investment uh, rate of return but um but really i mean as you know joe blogs and mrs mrs blogs i mean what what can we do as consumers what can we do to to economize what do you think personally um with my own dogs i'm doing you know i'm trying to economize all the time but i will what i won't do is i don't cut back on the quality of their food um and i don't cut back on grooming and looking after them in that way because mm. i think it's false economy because if you do you're, you 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 probably are going to end up at the vet more often mm. and therefore you're paying it for it on the other side i think you know for all of our health and well-being at the moment including our dogs try and get out and walk your dog as often as you can um you know look after the dog brush it through every day but use that time as well as a well-being time mm. your dog enjoys that interaction with you you know, get on the floor with your dog and, you know, and brush your dog through. You'll find it therapeutic. They will find it therapeutic. And it's also going to save you money in the long run because your groomer hasn't got to do that work for you. So when you take your dog in, they can they can bath it. They don't need to use as much shampoo because mm-hmm. um, we, we can, you know, because the coat is being looked after so well. And that in turn then helps us keep our costs down to you. I think that's very, very wise advice. So thank you for that. And uh, indeed, I, I mean, if you if you continue to feed your dog healthily and groom it to maintain its health, general health, you're less likely to go to the vet. So there's yeah, a saving absolutely. already. Um, yeah. And anyone who thinks, oh, well, I can cut corners because I can go to the vet and then, you know, the, the insurers will pay out and we'll, we'll sort of have a new, we'll have a, an all new dog out of this. No, mm. you won't. Um, because what will happen, of course, is even if the vet is able to uh, help your pet, you'll end up paying more in premiums on in your pet yeah. insurance in the following year. Because as yeah. soon as you make a claim, those premiums start to rise up, don't but they? But also, why, sh- why should your pet be the one that's the experiment? The you suffering, know, just, the suffering just, experiment. Just do it right in the first place. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think except ownership of a dog is expensive. You've shown that tonight. Um, show it's, you know, it is expensive to have a dog. It's whether or not you put a value on that on that ownership i think a a sort of a survival pack needs to be created maybe this is one for a charity like the dogs trust or someone Mm. else perhaps uh, to to look into you know um in these much more expensive times that we're living in perhaps there is um uh, a list of you know a sort of a hot list of things that people really must continue to do for their dogs and then things that perhaps are less important mm. so getting the balance right is never easy because that's right i mean know. you can for instance i mean to- i mean toys i mean sorry to go on about this but it's one of my favorite subjects <laughs> um toys is a is a typical thing you that's where you can cut costs mm. um a scotty will love a milk bottle a plastic milk bottle take the lid off it, take the label off it and give it to them and they will have an hour of absolute huge fun 
I know you're not exactly recycling, but you can always pop it in the recycling afterwards. But what's left is, of it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the thing is, it's it's not costing you any mm. more money. Um, pop a bit of pasta into an empty bottle, put the lid back on, and well, they're in heaven. You know, all that noise. I mean, you might have to block your no- block your ears and warn your neighbours, but you don't have to spend money on expensive things like that. But feed them well, groom them well, entertain them, and give them your own time. I would say is what my survival kit would hold okay very good and i guess that the the plastic bottles i mean are they safe to give to dogs i mean uh, they, they're not likely to ingest them or anything well like that. i mean obviously if they ate the whole thing i mean it's <laughs> not going to be very good for them but i'm not advocating you know leaving your dog with a plastic yeah. bottle all day supervise you know? so give them the, give, yes, give, them, give this them something to play with, play with. a bit of mental um, uh, yeah, uh, preoccupation absolutely. but yeah, but totally. do it in a supervised yeah. way is what you're saying don't just leave them absolutely. all day with it and go to work that sort of thing no Okay. No, no. Right. Well, that's great. Well, Jackie, thank you very much for being our guest on the programme uh, today. And uh, it was really it was good to talk to you. And um, yeah, like we were all equally completely dumbfounded by these numbers. So, you know, um, all I can say is... Well, I just feel as if I've been on some sort of quiz show tonight, <laughs> you know, and I was offered a Bentley. So, I mean, I'll, you know, I'm going to take you up on these, you know. <laughs> well, you turned it down. No, but you remember you turned no, down. No, actually, I did. You're quite you, right. Yeah. I turned the Bentley down. So, oh, somebody dear. get this lady a Scotty, please. Hurry up. Yeah. You've got one in the cupboard. No, behind it's behind, it's behind that shelf. No, there's a Scotty behind that shelf. Over there. No. Not sure I can afford one, actually, anymore. <laughs> I'm just talking to the producer in... Oh, sorry. I didn't know we were still on air. Oh, I didn't know. I, th- I thought I was talking to the producer on my own there. I thought it was just just get her a no it's not over i'll talk to the producer later about this anyway in the meantime thank you so much for being on the program big big reminder to everyone who's listening that if you've got a question for scotty mot you can be the star or your dog can be the star just uh, go to our website and uh, fill out um the 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 little questionnaire on uh, on 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 our website uh, where you can pose your question you can include of course um photographs if it would help us to uh, look into your issue uh, or a short video if that helps so just go to our website scotty.scott um is the easiest way to find it and that will open that direct page uh, where you've got a little questionnaire a tiny just two or three questions to answer uh, and then what you put into that box, we can then we, you're giving us the permission to rebroadcast as we pose the question to our esteemed guests, such as Jackie or Kath, as they alternate on Scotty MOT. Right. Well, Jackie, on that note, I wish you a very good day and um, talk to you in about a month's time. Yeah, perfect. OK, everybody enjoy yourselves and keep watching out for those ticks and fleas. Indeed. <laughs> Happy Scotties to you all. Okay, bye-bye. Thanks for listening to London Scotty Radio. This and all our podcasts are available online at londonscotty.club. If you liked it, be sure to subscribe to us from your favourite podcast player app. Also visit us on YouTube for fun videos. And if you have a Scottish Terrier in London or nearby, be sure to join us.